Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcaster. This just popped in my head. If you, if you, if he, if he squawks like a duck and he walks like a duck, uh, but he has creaky dulcet tones, uh, he's probably just a sleep podcaster that, uh, that squawks and walks and waddles, uh. But hopefully this podcast will be your auditory swaddle because it's time for sleep with me. The pod, if you're confused, you're in the right place. It's time for sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible. My patron peeps. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts me to sleep. We do it as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'll do the rest. What we're going to, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, uh, whatever is keeping you up, whether it's thoughts about the past, the present, or the future. You know, thinking thoughts, uh, feelings, anything emotionally stirred up or coming up for you, or physical sensations, noise, changes in your routine, travel, mystery. I mean, either solving mystery or, you know, for me, like, again, I'm dealing like uh, every third episode I record, uh, I'm dealing with some sort of mystery lately, though... I felt like uh, having meditation. I've, I've been journaling more, or morning pages more. Morning. Here, here's a book I could write because uh, I've never finished as much as I've tried, or even written fiction based on uh, the artist's journey or the artist's way. Uh, like uh, here, somebody remind me to write an O. Oh, morning the seventh stage. Is it the seventh stage? morning? The morning pages. Uh, is anybody, someone must have thought of that well before me. Uh, a letter to Melody Be- Beatty, or Melody Beatty, you know, dear Melanie, Melody, sorry, my brain does like, uh, uh, I'm writing you this letter uh, with my displeasure, because isn't that the first stage with the morning pages? Oh, morning pages are an activity you do, Julia Cameron, the artist's way or the artist's journey, I can never remember. Sorry, Julia. Um, what am I talking? You see, I thought I turned tuned in for a sleep podcast, and this guy, I'm pretty sure, yeah, we, like somebody said, like this is a whole how sleep with me. Hopefully, it will work for you one day if you're new. You'll be at a breakfast, uh, or the beginning of your work day, or uh, you know whatever. They say, wow, you really got a snap in your step, uh, uh, Z, and you say, I do, I do. What happened? I don't know. I listen to this uh, strange man every night uh, ramble on and on and on about something that's also nothing. What, are you sure it wasn't your breakfast? No, no. I think it's this podcast. What do you talk about? You know, I have no idea. I think he was talking about morning newspapers or morning the morning news. But I, yeah, I don't know if it, but there's a show called The Morning Show. So maybe he was talking about a spinoff called The Morning Show. 
And then he started talking about Alonzo Mourning. And then he said, good morning, Alonzo Mourning. And uh, he said, maybe that could be, maybe Alonzo Mourning could do a segment. But I don't know if I heard any of that or I just imagined it or I dreamed it. But oh boy, did I sleep good. Doesn't make any sense. You got to try it. So I hope that's the outcome for you one day. Now, if you're new, oh, what am I going to do? I'm trying, I'm here to um, take your mind off stuff and keep you company so you could fall asleep. And the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents, which means I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to go off topic and go back and forth and all that kind of stuff uh, to keep you company so that you could fall asleep. And the the way the show works, or if you're new, like, let me give you some info, because most people, when they get to this podcast, uh, it's, uh, you know, you've tried a lot of stuff, right? You have trouble getting asleep or staying asleep or waking up. And maybe you've tried other audio. Maybe you've tried other other solutions, tried a lot of other stuff. That's me. And what I found is some stuff would work once or twice and then other stuff would not work at all. And I had strong feelings all about that stuff because I just wanted to get to sleep. I just wanted to fall asleep. But I also found my relationship with the deep, dark night and bedtime, I wouldn't look forward to bedtime. And sometimes I would be in A-G-O-N-Y at different points, either before go, thinking about going to bed or in bed or like uh, I still am when I've been waking up early, this stretch of two plus years on and off. Uh, so whatever it is, uh, like I know, like uh, I know it's tough. Uh, that's one of the reasons I make the show is because I know how it feels. But more important than that is that you do deserve a good night's sleep, whether this is your first time here or your thousandth time here. It would be my honor to be able to help you, not only because I know how painful it is, but because it is important. As much as people might want to dismiss the fact, uh, oh, try this out or whatever, try, try skipping to the loo. I say, I tried that, actually. I've tried that in the middle of the night and during the day. And sometimes, you know, sprint to the loo is usually my move. Uh, but I'll skip, you know, I skip to the loo. Doesn't help me sleep, though. It does change, does, actually, it does work. Uh, it takes my frowny face. Uh, it makes it slightly less frowny. Um, but whatever, what was my point? Oh, like, uh, you deserve a good night's sleep. But also, your sleep is important. And, and, and uh, you deserve a place of respite. And if I could be a part of that or, or like, in, in, inspire you to, hey, let's get a better bedtime routine going. Or let me just listen to this podcast as I wind down. If the show can help you, that means your life is more manageable. When I'm getting the rest I need, I'm in a better place, right? And I'm more available to be of use in my life. Uh, and maybe one day I'll flourish. And I hope you flourish, too. Because even if your life's more manageable, our world is a better place. But if you're in a position where you're growing and flourishing and doing well, our world's a better place. So that's what's important about the show really is you. And I'm so glad you're here, whether you found your way here or thank you so much for being a regular listener. You are important. Um, so that's why I make the show. I know how it feels and you're important. And your bedtime's important or your rest is important. Uh, the other things you need to know if you're new, this does not work for everybody. This is not everyone's cup of tea. You're talking about a man who mourns the morning pages and skips to the loo 
is trying to start another show uh, called The Morning Show, with Alon- but not sure where he would put Alonzo Morning in it uh, because it doesn't make sense of his show about, I mean, I guess could, Alonzo Morning on Morning. Uh, we could send him back to school. And, uh, but so whatever it is, uh, what am I talking about? Oh, so this show's very t- different. Uh, I was trying to get that, trying to get off this, uh, tangent, this morning tangent, uh, uh, but the morning, because I got talking about it because of bedtime routine and morning pages and my morning routine. But so this show is very different. My humor, my style, the structure, everything is strange. And especially when you first get here. It could be frustrating. The show defies expectations, not like a like a high flying act. You say, "Well, it defies expectations," not always in a good way, but in a way that puts me to sleep. But it takes two or three tries to get used to that fact. So please give it a couple tries. I don't benefit from that. Like this show really only benefits from like engaged listeners that are taking action. So when you're first here, it's it's just see how it goes and see if it works for you. Um, and I hope it does, uh, but give it a few tries. If the show definitely doesn't work for you or you definitely don't like it, there's sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. And that's where you can find, um, other sleepy stuff, uh, other sleep podcasts. Uh, what else do you need to know? If you're new structure, the show's very different and the show's designed in a very intentional way. Uh, with some specific goals, but then as you become a regular listener, you can kind of adjust how you listen to the podcast. So the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is a Doctor Who episode, so trees and multiforms, uh, maybe I said that, or maybe I said something else funny or barely witty. And that way, I hope you feel seen and welcomed, and you get a, the nature of the show, or if you're a regular listener, you feel like a familiar sense that you're in the place you want to be in, that you're among friends, that you're welcome, welcome home kind of thing. Welcome to the weird zone, where we, being weird's good, right? I mean, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm here for, really, to offer you. But it's calm, you know, it's not weird here. I, I'm just different. Uh, so... But you say, well, I mean, that is a strange color on the walls. It's imaginary. And see, that's that's imaginary, imaginary eggshell. Exoshellism. Okay, Scoots, great job. I'm glad I I slept through the podcast last night. Pat me, oh yeah, good job trying that. Actually, Scoots, that's wallpaper. Okay. Is it existentially... uh, I don't know. There's no existentialism at bedtime. It's one of my attempted rules around the podcast that I haven't followed. Well, I got to look up the meaning of it. So, so okay. So, um, structure of the show is very different. The style of the show. The show does not is not here to uh, be listened to. Really, it's just here to kind of be listened to. Now you can listen, but you don't have to listen. So if you feel some pressure or you're waiting for it to start or go somewhere. Maybe turn your listening down a little bit and just kind of see where what develops because uh, it's kind of like more. Some people use the show as background noise. Some people use it as a light distraction. Some people are listening. If you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end to keep you company. But that's why I'm here is like, to take your mind off of stuff so you don't have to listen to me either. Uh, it also doesn't put you to sleep. I just here to take your mind off of stuff and distract you. So you can think about whatever I'm saying. 
and lightly picture that instead of whatever is keeping you awake. Uh, that's why I make it. Okay, so that, that, that. Oh, structure of the show. Okay, let's go over the structure of the show. Oh, I was, sorry, I was in the, I, real, I just realized I was in the middle of going through the structure of the show and I went off topic. So it did start off with a greeting. Then I got distracted. So after the greeting is uh, support for the show. So the podcast can come out twice a week for free on any po- podcast app that, uh, you know, has access to podcasts. And it does take a lot of work to put out the show as strange and like uh, simple as it sounds. Uh, but I want it to be free for everybody who wants to listen. So the sponsors and the listeners who support the show enable that. Then there's support for listeners and then there's uh, support for communities around the show. Again, because this podcast is about us being connected in the deep, dark night. Then there's an intro, which goes on and on and on, too. And that's a show within a show. But sometimes people, if you already dislike the show or you're, you know, understandably at bedtime, having trouble falling asleep, you might have some uh, like frowny face feelings. I have them all the time. That's why I wish I skipped to the loo more often. But if you have frowny face feelings, you, that might get me like, oh, the sponsor stuff. Why do I like, uh, well, you know, and uh, then you like that gets transferred to the intro. And people say, oh, it's just 20 or 30 minutes of him selling stuff, which is just not true. The intro is actually serves a really important purpose. It is a show within a show uh, to, 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 to ease you into bedtime. Because for me, having a bedtime routine, right, where ideally, now none of this happens, this is ideals. I uh, stretch or foam roll, meditate, journal, or gratitude, you know, write down some stuff I'm grateful for. Uh, check in with my higher power and uh, read some stuff um, and then slowly unwind. If I'm doing that bedtime routine, I stand a pretty good chance of falling asleep without a problem. Not all the time, but that has worked for me over the years. And the intro ideally serves as a a part or a complement to your bedtime routine. So you could start it while you're getting ready for bed or doing some other activity, or you're in bed slowly winding down. The intro eases you into bedtime. It welcomes the new listener and gives them an idea what to expect, but it's different every single time because my brain adjusts to anything. I can't, I can't have something that's same. It's got to change for me. Otherwise, my brain adjusts and says, wait a second. So the intro is here to ease you into bedtime. Then there's uh, sponsors again between the intro and the story. Again, so the podcast can come out twice a week for free. Or you become a paid member and you can listen ad-free. And that way the podcast is available to anyone who wants it over 450 free episodes. Uh, Then after the sponsor stuff uh, is a story. Tonight will be a recap of an episode of Doctor Who. Very meandering, very oblique. complimenting the doctor, you know, talking David Tennant, whatever it is. Uh, so if you watch the show and you're a super fan, you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, Scoots is misremembering the episode a little bit. And if you've never seen it, don't worry. It'll be a, a recap like uh, that you say at breakfast. Uh, I don't know, maybe there was something about Doctor Who reading a newspaper. I guess that's what he's talking about. And I'd say, yeah, I've seen newspapers on episodes of Doctor Who. So that's the episode. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So it's a structure show. That's why I make the show. 
And I'm really glad you're here. I really hope I really work hard. I yearn and I strive. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, we're talking season three, episode 11, Utopia. And this is an episode I really enjoyed. It was uh, definitely had multiple unexpected twists, return of a character. Uh, that's really fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so let's see. I'll go through my notes and I'll start playing it. Uh, it opens with sky and a mirrored-like skyscraper reflecting the sky. TARDIS sound effects. The TARDIS comes in, and you see they're in Cardiff if you watch, because uh, that's like the Cardiff uh, Performing Arts Center, I think, or the Cardiff Art, Art Museum. And uh, they're talking about Cardiff's rift, uh, pit stop, 20. <laughs> I don't know what this says. Zoe Scarf, uh, 20. Surface uh, lift, rift open, running man, good good looking with a backpack, uh, accelerate, uh, derelict, dick, dick, uh, di- something different, man back, then does, uh, does the doctor see him, um, him or not, uh, big smile, Jack jumps forward. Short circuits the TARDIS, 1 billion, 2 billion, 5 billion, 50 trillion, 100 trillion years into the future, into the universe. Oh, the Jack is yelling doctor the whole time. That's what this is. It doesn't say derelictic. I think it says doctor, doctor. Then again, he's Jack is a character from the doctor dances, maybe? I think he was in a two-parter at the end of uh, season two. I don't know. It's been a while. But uh, I thought he was in the Doctor Dances. And he's a very fun character. I think maybe he was on a spinoff show. I don't know. And uh, But Jack's on the outside of TARDIS uh, yelling Doctor. Episode opens. I missed two pages of my notebook. I skipped. uh, So I, I put, I didn't, well, I wrote on one side. So I didn't waste the paper, but. Interesting. Wild. Oh, so then there's like, a, they like then the episode opens. It's a Russell T. Davies. Um, oh, but before that, we see some like uh, some wild people. At first, I thought they were like playing, like kind of LARPing the movies uh, Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, Maximilian, that's mad. Uh, Road Warrior. And they're saying humans, humans, humans are coming. Uh, then we see Russell T. Davies. Then we meet a human character who's lost. Uh, he just wants to go home. And, yeah, we see kind of goth leather LARPers. And they're LARPing Road Warriors uh, or something like it. But they've LARPed for so long. Obviously, this is trillions of years in the future. So they're like, imagine a world... An entire society built on LARPing, you would lose your way because you say, <laughs> I guess it is not that different, you see, but you, they lost their way. And at some point, the LARPing, you know, it was no longer role play. Like, it was role playing. I don't know. LARPing is a, like a way of life. Uh, so that's different, too. Um, where are we? Human. 
uh, Road Warriors, Sonar, Another Human, Chan, Armour, Lost Soul, Don't Give Up, Coffee, uh, Some Internal Milk. That's a, that's not a misprint either. Professor Yana, No Rush, WFT. Isn't it supposed to be WTF? So I don't know what that is. Uh, fine, Her Eyes Wide. Has to, uh, has to love for him, co for him, Pissifer drifts off, Professor drifts off, Pissifer, Pissifer drifts off, drums in brain, Chan, Professor Tho, she, so this one character, Chan, Chan Tho, she says Chan at the beginning of sentences and Tho at the end, or statements, different signal, not standard, square. Something new, they land, what's out there? And then we have, uh, not Sun, Time Lord's got this, not even Time Lord's got this far, the doctor says to Martha, I should go, leave, go, doctor unsure. Doctor wants to get out of there, basically. Nope, it's adventure time. Then we see the doctor and the adventure, he puts his duster on, on CMFL, uh, but we see Jack's out there. I have no idea what his handwriting is. Uh, Jack, hey again, sorry. WW2, court case, court care, through there, fond of me, friend of mine. Jack wakes up. Uh, so Martha sees this guy. He says, so She says, Who's this guy? It looks like he's from WW2 with his coat. She's helping, uh, he's sleeping, so she's trying to wake him up. The doctor says, he's a friend of mine. Jack wakes up, Captain Jack Harkness, hello. Don't start, because Jack's like a, like a smooth operator. Doctor, Captain, good to see you. Regeneration, because he saw a doctor, he saw the Christopher, he was, so free, he was from season one, I guess, Christopher Eccleston, uh, doctor. But I thought Rose... Has Martha been the companion for two seasons? I don't know. So that's confusing to me, too. But I guess, uh, I mean, everything's confusing to me. I thought, I don't know. Oh, because maybe, okay, so he wasn't there when Rose transcended, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Good to see you. Regeneration. How long do you know? Martha's face. Okay, so this is important dialogue, so we'll roll it now. Rolling the tape here right now. It's at, at the end of the episode, but uh, subtitles are on. It's starting. Martha's face on the thing right now. The tar- oh, even the TARDIS was because it was reflecting the sun. Cardiff uh, built on a rift in time and space. Like uh, California energy. We can soak up some of that energy, that sweet, sweet energy. Use it as fuel. Pit stop, she says. Yeah, 20 seconds. Riff's been active, though. And then we see this guy running. He's running full bore. Uh, reminds me of my favorite part of that one Mission Impossible movie where everybody in the theater was cheering as, uh, Mar- what was his name? Marty McFly? No, Ethan was running. One of my favorite movie memories in the last 10 years. When he was running in that one movie, the whole theater was cheering and laughing with joy. I talked about it on podcasts podcast before. 
Uh, so he's got a backpack. He's running. The doctor's trying to leave. I still wasn't confu- confused if the doctor was uh, playing games or not. And then, uh, yeah, so they go the short circuit, big hops, uh, Rose, except math, good on Rose, Jack, V Doctor, over 100 years, uh, back in time rift, uh, Doctor, talking Doctor, using humans, you're too busy blogging, city versus uh, collaboration long ago. Time long gone, time all gone, night, no stars, it must be a shell, so all the stars are gone. Right now, LARPers are waking up on the live stream here. Uh, we have to hop life, we'll find a way, dude on the run versus LARPers, jag forwards, keep going, ship, nope, to the silo. So, uh... Let's see, Utopia, Russell T. Davies, run, run, music, spotlight, check check your teeth to make sure they're brushed. Silo 15, human in, stop, please. They can't let the LARPers in because the LARPers have lost, uh, they, they only want to play. They, don't, they can't focus on anything else. Humans, let's have a feast together. Kind, see you hungry. Professor, we got a doctor here. What kind of doctor? Doctor of everything. Watching the LARPers, they're chanting. Uh, a Scottish uh, chant, though. Professor runs his doctor, asks for his box, uh, his TARDIS. Moving on the surface, this is the doctor and chant, though. Hopefully the person gets here. But uh, we can't spare any guards right now. Looks like the doctor's got a water heater and a comfy chair. He must live in his office. Uh, here's to Utopia. I'll have my internal milk, uh, Chanto says. Coffee's not good, he, he complains. Uh, Creek, uh, we meet a character named Creek. Uh, he's going to help the guy find his family. Big blue box, tall wooden. See, see somebody. I can know old angle to word this way up. Uh, Shafe Canes, anyone? Looking for the Shave Cane family. Lots of people, humans. Some, uh, soap. I don't know what that is either. Chan, no problem. Oh, they're calling. Hey, when's the rocket going to be ready? We've only been waiting 40 years. We're working on harmonizing it. Uh, there's even a plant inside a dome in the background. Doctor's hearing the drums. Uh, there's lots of tubes. Uh, doctor's spacing out totally. And Chan says, yo, what's up, Doc? Uh, you all right? And he says, uh, sorry, 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 just slipped my mind. Surface scanner, professor, detecting a different sig- signal. This is a square one. Indomitable, they say about humans. That's good. Patra, not all bad. Nears, Jack works to room. Half uh, deadlock, uh, that's a rocket. Not a rocket, science, but it's hot. So what's out there? Doctor says, I don't know. So they're 100 trillion years in the future. That's rare. Not even time lords have come. This is in the playthrough. We should leave. Doctor says we should go. Really, we should go. He's talking to himself just as much as Martha. They both have a pause for a beat, and he smiles. They both smile. They say, no, 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 we're adventurers. I mean, they don't say that. They're in what looks like a quarry, and they come out. Jack, it's on. They see Jack, his backpack. I don't know if we see Jack's backpack again. 
Go get, uh, let me go get my kit, Martha says. The doctor recognized him. Oh, hello again. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if there's a jealousy with the doctor. But, I mean, some of the truth about the doctor's uh, imperfections come out, you know. He was on the outside of the TARDIS through, through the vortex. That's very him. You know him? Yeah, friend of mine. Back in the old days, we used to travel together. And Martha says, he's in a deep sleep. Uh, and then he wakes up uh, and hugs Martha. Says, hello, Captain Jack Harkness. And doctor says, stop. Uh, she says, Martha Jones. Uh, he says, oh, I was only saying hello. Martha says, I don't mind. You know, you're not saying hello to me like that. So, and Jack, he was like, he has a strained look when he looks at the doctor first. Good to see you and you. Same of you. Have you had work done? <laughs> What about you, doctor? Doctor says, oh, yeah, regenerated. How'd you know it was me? Police box, TARDIS, uh, been following you because you left me behind, uh, by the way. Doctor's like, I'm busy. I had to move on. Martha watches this. Uh, Jack says, what happened at Canary Wharf uh, with Rose? Uh, Rose is good. Now, more things for Martha. Her and Mickey and her mom in a parallel world, safe and sound. Jack's happy. Big smile, big hug. Martha, good old Rose. Then we have the LARPers and the one human. They're playing Chase Me, Road Warrior, but the human doesn't even want to play. Then uh, um, Jack's talking about how the doctor left him behind. Used to be a time agent, have a vortex manipulator. He's not the only one that can time travel. Doctor says, that's not time travel. I've just got a sports car. That's nothing but a hopper. Martha says, oh boy, competition, huh? And Jack says, I waited him out, uh, but I had to wait. I had to live for a hundred over 100 years because my watch short-circuited through the entire 21st century, waiting for the doctor to coincide with me. Looking good, don't you think? Went in the time rift, based myself there because I knew you'd come back to refuel until finally I got a signal, and here we are. And she goes, how'd you leave him behind? And the doctor says, I'm busy, very cold. And Martha says, you just get bored of us and disappear? But not if you're blonde. Oh, blonde. And the doctor gets irritable. In the edge of the universe, blah, blah, blah. And you see, I would say, excuse me, that's not a proper way to speak to me, doctor. But he probably, you know, I, that's why I wouldn't be a good companion. I'm not, yeah. Then they see what's the remains of the city of the planet. Is it a city? Could be a conglomeration, but uh, long ago, pathways or roads. Uh, let's see what else we got. Jack works, half deadlock. What does utopia mean? Good, good, good times five, professor, teeth lady. Oh, so there's a LARPer on board. I don't, do not protest though. When Jack hits on Chant though, Chan, I do not protest though. No, something. No stable feeling, helping harmonize. Any ideas? Not active. Doctor, Doctor, oh. And Roger, hello. What spice are you? Time Lord. Last of them. What species, I guess. Uh, humbling. Chant, though. Last of her, her, her species, too. Sorry. Doctor impresses. 
future kind, myth itself. Unless we need utopia, every human knows hermits. Uh, that's a double thing, so I got to remember that. Utopia finger, call across the universe. Uh, come to Utopia, Wildlands. Now everybody's running from the LARPers uh, on the screen. Dark matter regions uh, we can't know. Is it a haven? Some science foundation beyond the collapse of reality to, you know, last. A doctor is impressed. Oh, yes. Professor gets drum brain. Awkward. You all right? Right now they're surrounded by LARPers. Quite right. To Chan. Quite right, too. Chan, worth, though. Now they're running from the LARPers. Let's keep going on my notes here. The Lots of uh, prop travels in LARPers. Watching boarding. Immediate boarding. Marthen Creek. Or Crete. There's just me. Skies made of diamonds. Like diamonds in the sky. Is one of my favorite uh, Rihanna songs. Uh, you and I. Crete and I. Martha, I prefer to be with Martha and I in the Diamonds in the Sky. We see the LARPer back inside. Uh, golden Instinct is Birch talking and plugging stuff in. I don't know what that is. Staying behind with Chant, though. Blue Box, Doctor, Find a Way Out. Drum Face Professor, the drums talk to the professor. Martha and Chanto talk about uh, relatability of being in love, uh, one way, lo like being in love with somebody that doesn't love you back. A box, relatable. Reheat, uh, Attilo, send a man inside. Keep levels down in, in there. Keep dials uh, below the red. Red room. Working, but the LARPer breaks stuff with an anvil, quadruple exclamation points. Last, Chanto override the vents, Jack jumpstart, Jade out, uh, no, poof, doctor, hands in pockets, math, mouth to mouth, to Jack, got, is someone kissing me? Doctor and Jack, uh. Now we're, we're back with Professor Enchanto, a scientist. Oh, my word. Uh, doctor of everything. That's a scientist. Chanto, I don't know. He's coming. I'm coming. The doctor runs out of his office. Uh, uh, well, um, the doctor's trying to explain, or Professor runs out of his office. The doctor's trying to explain what it is. Uh, Beltone, shave, cane, Beltone shave, shave cane. Crete's going to help. Uh, the gentlemen find the shave canes. They're going to look for their doctor's box when they go to get water. And we'll see what we can do. Thank you. And then we have Jack, the doctor, and Martha looking around. Hey, Crete, how old are you? To, old enough to work. Uh, follow me. And then we see, yeah, human beings or like human beings uh, getting ready to try to get on this rocket to get to Utopia waiting. And kind of the theme of Doctor Who, we love humans because uh, they're so adaptable. People have on uh, caps and sweaters, uh, layers, good layers, uh, doing the best they can with limited resources. Uh, not a lot of smiling, obviously, uh, but Doctor's impressed. Once again, humans made it. Uh, 
Maybe you could become clouds of gas or downloads, but you always revert to the same basic shape, a uh, fundamental human. Then we find the shave canes into the universe, and here you are, indomitable, indomitable. So that's cute. And, you know, reunions, Padra, uh, the shave canes, not all bad news. Martha takes joy at reconnection and family love. Jack's saying, saying hello to everybody. Martha's impressed. Uh, then they go, they see the rocket. And uh, then they see, okay, where they talk about how big the rocket is or how do you think it's powered. Uh, I thought they were going to Utopia. Perfect place, same old dream, 100 trillion years. Uh, but, yeah, it's not regular rocket science. It's some, but then back, fast-forwarding, though, Jack says, somebody kissing me? Then Jack goes into the hot room. Camera goes out. What sort of uh, something is her? Travels in time, professor, trips, uh, agent, trips out to the drums again. A professor meets up with doctor. Good, 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 good. It's good, apparently. Good. We see one of the LARPers. Uh, some sort of voice. Jack and the doctor talk about Jack's life. Uh, Chan welcome, though. Doctor looks at the footprint impeller system that uh, the professor's built. Uh, Chan, chant, though, though. Can't harmonize it. Doctor puts on his glasses. Uh, Jack says hi to Chan, though. Chan and I do not protest, though. Later, Blue. Jack wants to help, too. They're trying to figure out the rocket. In the future, the doctor tells Jack he's a fixed point in time, a fact not meant to happen. Something on you. Three Daleks. Uh, there was a big ball, big bell with Professor Rose, heart of the TARDIS. She became a god or could have. Uh, I bring life, uh, so put Jack back to human time, kind of. Doctor, the professor asks doctor if he can fix stuff. He goes, I've never seen this before. Uh, then Martha finds uh, Jack's doctor detector. Uh, they talk about doctor's regeneration. Uh, power out. Uh, let's see. I bring life. Uh, final act of the time war, war is life. Uh, took power out. She's stuck in that parallel world. Sorry. I want Bard. One of time. Uh, Jack, you want to go to the big farm? I don't know. And then smiles. Fantastic smiles. Uh, kind of cheeky. This new version of you. Oh, this is where he says, what species are you, Time Lord? Last of them. Heard of them? No one's heard of them anymore. Legend's gone. Blimey, Doctor says, that's humbling. Chanto says, yeah, I'm the last of my species, though. And uh, time travel back in the old days, I never believed in it, the professor says later. City outside, that was yours, because that was her conglomeration, her planet, uh, but soon we learn that the professor, Martha learns the professor also has a watch, like the doctors from earlier this season, the chameleon watch. Can I have a look at it? So Martha's not comfortable with this regeneration. That's the first she's learned of it. She shakes the doctor's hand, still full of surprises. And Chanto says, you're most unusual. 
Jack asks about the people outside, the LARPers. He goes, yeah, they're stuck in some sort of LARPing loop. Uh, but we could become them. You know, we could, if, we, if we meet up with them, they make us join it. We'll lose our way LARPing forever. Uh, and we see Watch flip over, reveal, takes Martha's breath away. She backs out of the room. Jack gets the things fixed. Uh, oh, this is a funny line here. Um, okay, Utopia, what's that? Every human knows in Utopia, where you been? I just, I'm a bit of a hermit. He goes, you got friends with you, though. Hermits United. Uh, it's a club. We meet up every 10 years, swap stories. It's fun. Uh, for a human. So, Utopia. And the professor shows him kind of signals, uh, science foundation stuff. Uh, Gravitational field navigation. Come to Utopia. It's a point out there in the uh, condensant wilderness, uh, wildlands beyond the dark matter reefs, calling us in. Last, the humans scattered across the night. What do you think is out there? No idea. Maybe some sort of haven, hopefully. Science Foundation created the Utopia Project. It kind of covered that. Uh, preserve things even after the end of the universe. Um, oh, so meanwhile, in the future, the rocket's going to get ready to launch. Two minutes, 199, 98. Uh, uh, both smash, push, gravity pulse. Uh, Martha tries to tell the doctor about the watch, uh, the connection, chameleon thing, remote something. So you can fly without the stars to guide you, Professor gets drum brain. Serious drum brain. No one, he's like, I'm sorry, I drifted off. There's work to do. Maybe the, maybe the Professor's another Time Lord is with a theory because he has to watch. Uh, professor goes, I got to get this get things going. But the doctor says, this isn't going to fly, huh? It's not working. So you're promising these people something. And he goes, we'll find a way. Doctor says, no, you're stuck. Uh, you haven't told them they're stuck. Uh, it's a lot out there. They still think they're going to fly. Professor sits down. Well, better to live in hope. Uh, doctor says, quite right, I said. And I must say, Professor Yana, Professor Yana, this is science uh, well beyond me. But uh, a boost and reversal circuit must reverse. Must be a circuit that reverses the boost in any timeline. So I wonder what happened if I reversed it, and all of a sudden things start going good. Uh, so they have another step towards the solution. How'd you do that? Uh, oh, I forgot to tell you uh, while you've been while we've been chatting. I'm brilliant. Uh, so things are looking good with the rocket. So it's time to board. Passengers start boarding. In the future, the doctor does not buy this watch thing. Uh, it gets made, deception, Gilder thing, Professor, Fingers' his watch, uh, lots of voices, all old radio show voices, take a son, neat, ten, nine, face a bow. Well, right now there's like a montage of everybody getting ready. Last truck's coming in. Face a bow, rocket, watch open, magic, doctor's eyes. You are, face a bow says you're not alone. Just like Bowie sings in one of the songs, you're not alone. Yana, you are not alone. Yana, Dr. Yana. And rocket goes up, professor turns, a slow turn, big music. Doctor calls ship, good luck. So the ship makes it out to the atmosphere or something. 
There's more running. Professor locks them in with the LARPers, uh, lets the LARPers in, lowers the defenses, LARPers rush in. I must stop you, yes, on the run from LARPers. The doctor's very mad about the watch. Uh, sorry, Channon, though. Oh, no, the professor's also mad about his watch and chant, though. Not my name. Professor was an invention. I forgot. Who am I? I am the boss. Martha said just goodbye to Crete. Go get on the ship. Uh, her and Chan are making quick friends. We see the LARPer who's going to break stuff. Uh, LARPer's in. This way, Professor grabs Doctor's hand. That's not right. Get the door open. Professor grabs a disc. Uh, makers form a utopia. And then they look at the ship because you made this. There's gluten in this uh, computer. You're a genius, Yana. And he says, well, you are too. He goes, it's easy for me, but you're stellar. Magnificent. I don't normally say that either. And uh, so they're working, plugging stuff in. And the professor says, you know, there's no such thing as a school. So it's just a title, really. There hasn't been a school in a thousand years. Go from one refuge ship to another. Sending people to Utopia. He goes, if you were born, doctor says, if you were born in a different time, you'd be appreciated. And he goes, well, this is the time we have. Uh, some admiration would have been nice, Yana says, but uh, the doctor says, we got it now. I love that engine, man. Brilliant. Uh, he goes, but you can't activate it. You got to stay behind, huh? And the professor says, yeah, with Chant, though. She's my friend. Uh, you could give her behind. Uh, I'm a little too old for Utopia. And... Uh, Tell the doctor we found his box. That gives the, 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 the doctor one more idea. There's even other jars. A lot of good uh, stuff on the set uh, to just give you a lot to look at. Even model rockets. Another drum face from the professor. He's got gray eyes, I think. So TARDIS awakens more drums in him. But the doctor's going to use extra power from the TARDIS to help boost the ship up. Luckily, they have, he's got the right dongles. Now we have Martha Enchanto. Professor's got drum brain. I'm fine. Just get to work, he says. Uh, right, let's get some of these circuits plugged in. Jack says, let's go. Let's go. Come on. And uh, doctor just thinks he's tired. So he says, it's just a headache. Uh, noise in my head, doctor. Drum noise. Drum noise? You'd say, what the heck? Uh, did you go to too many concerts? Uh and he goes, I don't know. All, all, all my life, I've had drums in my brain every hour. No rest for the wicked, eh? And doctor, I don't know, he thinks that's funny for some reason. Uh, 17 years they've been working together, a long time. I adore him, Chan says, the professor. Martha's right, and he doesn't, uh, don't think he even notices. Uh, tell me about it. Happy to serve. Uh, do you mind if I ask why you start every sentence with Chan and end it with though? Yeah, it's just our way we speak. Uh, could you not do it? What would happen? Be breaking a rule. Would be rude. Oh, rude, not breaking a rule. Martha says, just do it anyway. Like swearing? So it's a little levity. Chan and thee, though. Just do it once. Uh, can't, though. Do it for me, Martha says. Uh, she says, no, and then they giggle and laugh. Uh, so, nice little moment. So systems are down. We see Yana, Y-A-N-A, -A, come in. That's his camera. 
uh, we're ready. We just got to connect the couplings uh, in the uh, red room. But everything's coming in and out. And uh, press the reboot key every time the picture goes down. Okay, just keep rebooting. But it's fine as long as I don't have to do shorthand. Okay, they say go inside and work on the tube stuff. Uh, and let's get it moving, eh? And they say check, check, one, two. So they get to work there. Attilo, he's inside. Keep the dials down. Uh, underneath the rocket. That's when everything gets short-circuited by Anvil. And alarm goes off. Uh, first, she tries to, like, break the stuff to LARPer, but I love how it's an Anvil. At least I think it is. Uh, say, holy cartoons. Uh, lost control. That guy evaporates. Uh, override the vents. Uh, he's still working on it, though. Another human, heroic human, trying to save everybody else. Uh, Jate. Uh, Meanwhile, that LARPer gets asked to leave uh, premises. Jack tries to do something else. Uh, so we see again his ability to rest and recover. He's very good at rest and recovery. Um, and we're going to need him because the doctor makes that connection. He says, Jack's so good at rest and recovery. Like he can do more than most people. Uh, this is when Martha gives him a little kissy poo. And Jack says, hello, did somebody just kiss me? And Martha goes, no, I kissed your forehead to try to wake you up. Uh, and first, the, the doctor loses hope because of the red room and everything. That's flooded. So they say somebody's got to go in there that can uh, rest and recover. And uh doctor says, don't worry. I got the right person for the situation. And uh, he's right here. Jack Harkness uh, got the man. Jack, you know, then they run Dr. and Jack, uh, and the full arm running. Okay, let's get this thing moving. Jack takes his jacket and his shirt off, uh, but he has an undershirt. Dr. says, why are you doing that? He goes, uh, like to be comfortable and look good. Uh, and he's got, what are those things called? Suspenders. How long have you known that I, and doctor says, ever since I ran away from you, Rose gave you a fixed point in time and space. Oh, they explain it slowly while Jack's working. So Jack starts working. Doctor's watching from the outside. Buttons are getting punched. Lost a picture. Another flare up. Doctor, can you read me? I wonder where Martha gets her clothes, uh, like in different places in time and space or just our time? She's very fashionable. The doctor travels through time and space and picks people up. Uh, don't ask me to explain it. That's a TARDIS. Uh, sports car time travel, he says. So the professor walks over the TARDIS. Here's the drums again. Inside the box, inside the box, it calls to him. Uh, Earth, 1892 is when Jack realized uh, that... Uh, He's a fixed point in time and space. Uh, I guess he can move through. I don't understand it, but it was like he didn't know it was Rose that did it. Uh, went through everything. Stray javelins. Uh, ooh, doctor says, uh, in the end, I got a message. Uh, wrong message. Jack's wrong about it. But uh, that's why I left you behind. Uh, it's not even looking easy looking at you, doctor says, because uh, you're wrong. You are. Can't help it. Uh, 
I'm a time lord. It's my instincts. And Doc Jack says, no, you're just judging me. He goes, no, you're fixed at point in time and space. A fact never meant to happen. Uh, even the TARDIS reacted against you, flew all the way to the end. Uh, and uh, Jack says, okay, well, not much I can do about it. Uh, you're using it against me. Shame on you, Dr. Laughs. Yeah. Then they talk about Rose. Martha's listening in, though, and the professor. So the professor hears they're talking about the Daleks. Uh, professor's getting more drum brain. They talk about Rose uh, and Jack and the parallel universe. Uh, and no one's meant to have that power. Do- professor starts crying. Time Lord uh, couldn't have that power. Be trouble. And we see Rose. We see Jack. Uh, Everything she did was so human. She, you know, Martha looks down. She couldn't control it. She brought you back forever. Last final act of the time war was life. Now the professor's like talking along because uh, he's spa- he's totally going spacey. Flashbacks, flash forwards everywhere. But Rose is in a parallel world we can never visit. Uh, Martha's like, I gotta comp- I, how could I compete with that? I can't. Uh, so frustrating. Sorry. Yeah, Jack said, yeah, I visited back in the time, but uh, kept it, you know, kept it to myself. Uh, couldn't interrupt, obviously, with timelines. I understand that much. And uh, then they talk about, well, Jack's going to be stuck in time forever. In time, he was, I thought, I don't know, maybe I have a purpose. I don't know. To see people out here surviving, that's fantastic. Big smile. Doctor has this big smile back, too. Love of humanity. And maybe I could go out there and meet myself or something. Well, it's the only man you'll ever be happy with, the doctor says. Uh, new ge- re- regeneration's kind of cheeky. And they get everything fixed uh, for this part of the ship. Uh, but the professor's hearing more and more stuff and more and more drums. Martha sees it. What's going on with you? And, uh, and they say time travel back in the old days, uh, I never believed it. And, uh, what would I know? Stupid old man and never could keep time. Always lost. Uh, professor's kind of irritated with himself, I guess. Even this thing never worked. Martha, this watch is me. I'm going to become human. So we see his watch. We see the doctor's watch. Martha figures, starts to figure out something's up. Uh, time running out on me. Just an old relic, this watch. Doesn't do anything. Professor says, uh, how'd you get it? Uh, I don't remember. I was found with it. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, I was found in the silver or something on the coast. Uh, as a child with just this watch. Uh, no clothes, just a watch. Uh, it's a broken watch. Never opened it? It's stuck. It's not meant to be opened. It's too old. And uh, I don't know. Professor says, Martha looks at it, flips it over. It is the same watch as the doctor had. Her breath's taken away. Professor says, uh-oh, something's up. Martha says, nothing's up. Don't worry. Doctor closes his eyes. Listen, everything's going to be great. Uh, I was going to go check with the doctor, but the professor's uh, thing, 
Okay, rocket's ready to go. So Mars is running towards uh, Jack and uh, the, uh, the doctor, uh, saying, "Get everybody out! Is everybody on board? Get ready to launch! Two minutes!" Uh, and then they start flipping switches and devices and stuff. Uh, hundred seconds left. Ninety-nine, ninety-eight. Uh, they're getting everything ready. Martha says, "Hey, doctor says, great! It's a gravity pulse engine. Gravity goes down, pushes it up, primitive, but it'll work." Uh, Martha says, he's got a watch, a fob watch, a professor. Same as yours, same writing, everything. Doctor's like, no. Yeah, he's had it his whole life, same watch. Uh, Jack's like, what do you mean? What's a why watch? No, it's like a magic device, uh, rewrites bi- biology. Change a time lord into a human. It's the same watch, can't be. Doctor's breath's taken away. He runs, means he could be a time lord. You might not be the last one. Jack, keep it level. Brilliant, uh, but it depends. Brilliant, yeah. No, there's no more Time Lords, he says. Uh, but what if he was human and not a Time Lord? What he, and then Doctor gets really irritated. What did he say? Uh, and she goes, he has a perception filter, so he couldn't see the watch. Can he see it now, the Doctor worries? Uh, and he does. Uh, starts hearing about the Time Vortex. He's like touching the watch. Chantho doesn't like it. Regeneration. Drums, drums, drums. The never-ending heartbeat. Open me, human. Receive my majesty. You see the doctor's regeneration box or the doctor detector. Get rid of the doctor. Chan says, Yana, won't you please take some rest, though? The rocket's getting closer to 10, 9, 8, uh, countdown. Meanwhile, he's saying, if they got away from the time, what about the face of Bo, Martha says. His last words were, uh, you are not alone. You are not alone, Yana. The doctor or the professor opens the watch in front of the TARDIS. It's a lot of glowing light and swishing stuff. Uh, he breathes it in. Doctor senses something's wrong. Face of says, You're not alone. Close up. Y A N A. That's way better than YOLO. Yeah, Y A N A. Face of bow closes their eyes, rocket launches, LAR- LARPers watch the rocket go up. Uh, Chan says, Professor, you all right, man? He says, there's nothing all right about me. He does a slow turn, and uh, he's still got a look in his eyes. I'm not comfortable, you know, look of, uh, they say, Lieutenant, what's up? Uh, did you get out of there? Did you reach, you know, escape velocity? Oh, yeah, we'll see you in Utopia. So the humans got away, so that part's good. Then they go running. Jack grabs his thing. They lock them in, though. The professor does or locks them out of this office. They're trying to get the door open. One door opens, another opens. One door closes, another opens. So he lets in the LARPers. He says, those three can join the LARPers. The professor says that about Dr. Uh, Martha and Jack. Chanto does not like it. Doctor starts doing other weird stuff. Uh, and she goes, what are you doing, man? Chanto says it's the professor. LARPers come in. They're running. They're saying, hey, LARP party. Ain't no party like a LARP party. They get one door unlocked. Uh, and Chanto says, professor, uh, I'm sorry. I have to say, tell you to stop. Uh, and she, she goes, You're, we put a lot of work into this. And uh, and the professor says, uh, Chanto, 
you know, I'm, I'm uh, frustrated with you. She goes, I'm frustrated. I'm, I was talking about my feelings, professor. So, uh, it's time for me to talk about use my I statement, not you for you to use your I statement. Like I'm the one, but the professor's not good with that stuff. So he's, you know, saying, Hey, he gets irritable. Uh, wouldn't you, why you never really wanted to help me. You don't understand me. Like, uh, she goes, I'm sorry. You're not listening. He goes, I'm kind of fed up with you chant though. Uh, I mean, really, he's just kind of a J to the E to the R to the K. He goes, by the way, my name's not the professor. It's the boss. Uh, professor was an invention, but not like Bruce Springsteen, the boss. Because Bruce Springsteen would not appreciate my that poor behavior, I think, was a professor. But yeah, so he says, I'm the boss. Uh, and then we see the LARPers chasing down our people. A lot of running. Professor's uh, laughing. He gets out of disc because he's going to, he takes the doctor's regeneration doctor detector. They're still trying to get into the office now, doctor, professor, and uh, Jack, uh, but it's locked. Hey, professor, don't do anything wild. Professor's uh, takes the guidance disc, I think, to uh, Utopia. Yeah. So we know where he's going, LARPers. This is a lot of big, big, big buildup. Doctor, you better think of something. Chanto says one more time, you know what, Professor? This is unacceptable, your behavior. He's trying to get on the TARDIS. She unties his shoes, uh, which in this cosmic, but his shoes are made from cosmic strings or something. But he still manages to crawl his way onto the TARDIS, locks the doctor out with the deadbolt, then turns on the electronic deadbolt so the doctor cannot get the door open. Which I thought that had, maybe because he has the hand, I know he doesn't have it. Uh, maybe he does just in his pocket or something that we don't see. But the professor starts firing up the TARDIS, uh, and the doctor's like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Uh, uh, Jack's trying to hold the door shut on the LARPers. Uh, the doctor says, there's only two of us. If you're a time Lord and I'm a time Lord, let me in. Oh, he does have the doctor. So the doctor gets mad. He goes, I can't believe Chanto, uh, untied my, you know, cosmic string shoes. But still, if the doctor can be young and strong, I can use the TARDIS technology for me. And so he does, uh. He goes, the boss will rise again to become the young boss, reborn. And then he just does his thing, and he gets all cosmic with cosmic string and starts to transform into a youthful. This is a big thing about uh, this is like going against things. Doctor's watching it happen, like the glowing from the outside. Professor becomes the young boss. LARPers are running. Professor wakes up young and happy. He thinks he's very funny and witty, fires up the TARDIS. Uh, doctor tries to short it out. Uh, TARDIS goes out. Big, big music. Uh, doctor's face cliffhanger. Let's just see one or two things with this guy. He's laughing. He's running around. Very youthful and, and sprite-like. Uh, he goes, now then, Doctor. Uh, Oh, I got a new voice. Hello, hello, hello. I got a cool voice. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we have a nice little chat? Uh, 
Well, I tell you all my plans so you can work out a way to stop me. Uh, and Martha goes, I know that voice. That's the boss. Uh, and the doctor says, just stop. Just think about it. Uh, and he goes, use my name. He goes, the boss. Uh, who's the boss? Uh, and he goes, bye-bye. Then he's, you know, revving up the TARDIS with all the, you know, revving and stuff. Uh, the doctor tries to short circuit it, which only works for a second because the professor or the boss says, no, no, you don't. Uh, he gets it pumping and he goes, enjoy the end of the universe. Bye bye. Martha says, come on, doctor, stop him. And uh, the LARPers are trying to get in the room, but then they agree. After the TARDIS, they say, let's take, let's take a break. We'll all take a nap and reconvene. Cause even LARPers have to rest. Correct. And so they all lie down and they take a break and they agree to get together again in about in a week or two weeks, uh, to, uh, work it all out and then go find the professor in utopia. So that's the uh, end of the episode. Thanks everybody. And good night.